The whole of the naval anchorage seemed subdued and cowed by the relentless sleety rain which drove across the estuary, whipping the grey waves into a turbulent, white-capped frenzy. As the wind moaned through the mean little streets around the port and swept the soaking jetties, the various ships of war strained and tugged at their cables and wires, while huddled figures in glistening oilskins sought cover and protection behind the gun shields of flapping canvas dodgers. Across and beyond the boom gate, a few barrage balloons plunged and staggered like drunken whales as their cursing crews somewhere in the muddy fields fought with the creaking moorings. The sea itself looked even greyer than usual, and it was difficult to discern the break with the racing clouds which was the horizon where a lone trawler fought into the teeth of the gale, one minute hidden by the steep, jagged waves, and the next instant showing her streaming keel, more concerned with staying afloat than listening for a prowling U-boat. The tall, rust-streaked sides of the Coastal Forces depot ship Royston shuddered as the gale punched her, but she remained the steadiest vessel in the harbour, her cables fore and aft stretched bar taut, and her deck planking patterned with little humps of blown salt. Her charges, motor torpedo boats and motor gunboats, were strung in uncomfortable trios around her, banging and lurching together, rope fenders and old motor tyres doing their best to ease the jolting motion. Up on the main deck, the quartermaster peered out towards the railway wharf and cursed unsympathetically the ship's motorboat, which had just left the shelter of the wall and was bounding over the stream towards him. He saw the coxswain lift his hand in a half-hearted sign and then withdraw into the tiny wheelhouse. The quartermaster turned to the other figure sharing his vigil, the officer of the day, who was endeavouring to read a signal, already soggy with rain, in the shelter of his oilskin. Motorboat returning, sir! he yelled. One officer aboard! Lieutenant Pike waved the tattered signal in acknowledgement. Turn out the duty watch. I'm going to bring the boat aboard. No more trips today. As the quartermaster pulled out his silver call and switched on the tannoy microphone, Pike watched with narrowed eyes as the motorboat swung up to the main gangway and hooked on with its usual precision. His glance shifted to the nearest motor torpedo boat, the only one showing a sign of life, as a handful of the depot ship's maintenance parties scurried round, repairing and replacing the scars of a running battle two nights before, when the young first lieutenant had been killed, as so many had been from this flotilla. As usual, the replacement was arriving in the motorboat. Pike returned the salute of the slim officer who stepped over the gangway, his too-new greatcoat gleaming with rain. Sub-Lieutenant Clive Royce, come aboard to join, he shouted.